Well, I guess this is fucking working. I'm going to try this again because I fucked it all up the first time. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how I think this is all panning out and the writing on the wall. And I'm going to uh, talk about the deep state and this new world order thing and I, and I, and I, and how I fucking feel about it and how I feel about it is like kind of how I woke up this morning thinking about it, which was just like, <coughs> holy fuck, you know, this whole, this whole thing with, uh, you know, not being able to get fertilizer, what's that going to do? Like they've shut down the trains and so you can't get fertilizer. And, and, and so this is just the fucking growing season, right? If you're a farmer, you're like, what the fuck you mean? I can't get any fertilizer. It's like, dude. And so then what happens to a lot of the, the smaller farmers? Well, they go fucking broke. Can't pay their mortgages. Boom. So, um, who buys out their, their debt, their farm? Or don't even buy it out. Just take it over because it's up for public auction. Um, Bill Gates, China, whoever, whoever's running that shit show. And then, you know, thousands, millions of people start starving because there's, there's no food. You know, America used to be the food basket, but there's no food because there's no fertilizer. can't pump water because some fucking bullshit and then the farm equipment for some of these farms you know runs on diesel and stuff and you know you who do you think you're you know you think they're going to sell it to your friend bob who the farmer you know the farmer no that fuel will only be allowed to run on gates you know approved farms because he uses clean diesel or whatever you kind of see how that it's like kind of like a thing that they're fucking doing now that, you know, pretty soon, because we can't get fertilizer, farms are going to go broke. Um, they'll be taken over. And, and then, you know, maybe some of the holdout, holdouts, like, you know, some of the bigger agri companies that aren't communist fox, you know, might make it. But I, I doubt it. They'll, they'll be shut down. They'll be, you know, arrested for using, you know, stored fuel from the year before or whatever you know, fertilizer that they had, or maybe they're going to use, you know, the old cow poop, you know, from their dairies and, and, and chicken ranches and whatever, you know, and then the, the EPA will step in and go, you can't do that. That's, that's fucking doubt. No, God. So keep that in mind. It's like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, now maybe you can see what they're doing. You don't have to be so fucking smart that you can see what they're doing. You can just see what they're fucking doing. And it'll pan out. It'll pan out by the end of this this year in the growing season and all that. And and, and then, you know, people will be starving and, and they won't be able to drive and they won't be able to go anywhere. And then the pandemic bullshit will still be going on. So people that maybe could go vote can't because they don't have gas or they're starving and they're fucking dead by now, you know, or something or just... A million reasons why this next election could not be held at all. You know, national emergency. I don't know. Fucking martial law. Go figure it out. So, um, once you're starving, well, then, then what? You know, then what are they going to do? Well, I want to watch this little report by uh, Mike Adams, and and then kind of, you know, I'll try to interrupt here and there, but the audio is giving me a hard time, so maybe not. The globalists have said in their white papers, in their own UN documents, 
that they want to create race-specific bioweapons and other systems to depopulate the planet. A lot of this, from my sources, is that they're preparing to release bioweapons, claim that they're naturally uh, occurring, and then use that as the cover for civil emergency societal control, crackdowns on free speech. Obama put the internet kill switch in five years ago, and when he got confronted by it by Congress, he said, well, it's in case the bird flu or SARS gets out, and they have to control panic and direct every website in the U.S., to one government announcement. And we looked at every angle and believe a bioweapon release could be the thing they'd release to bring in a world government to counter a global problem. And the UN has said that a global pandemic is the only thing that may save their world government. Mike Adams and I were on air saying if they have these lockdowns for more than just a few months and around the world, it's still ongoing in some areas because the IMF and World Bank controls these third world countries in Asia, Latin America, the Middle East. Uh, and, and Africa, and they say, if you want the money, you've got to lock people down and say they're not essential. Say again? Is it possible to prevent the next pandemic? Yes, if every country does what Australia did, then you wouldn't be calling it a pandemic. Uh, that's all. So it's a short-term thing that these leaders get to, to enslave their own people, and it puts the UN in charge and in control. Now the UN is trying to get a treaty passed where they have control of all pandemic uh, responses now. So we're going into world government. We're going into the new world order right now. And so this is just mathematics. If you cut off the fertilizer, if you cut off the oil and the natural gas, if you lock people down around the world, it's going to cause a collapse. And so there's no doubt we're in a collapse. There's no doubt we're in inflation and hyperinflation. The question is how bad will it get in different sectors of the world and what's coming here and how do we get ready and these supply chain breakdowns are also going okay, to so permanently I'm, destroy I'm gonna hit pause right there because that's mike adams talking who has been talking about this this food shortages and, and starvation for a while so see that's kind of what you know i was saying based on not so much alex jones or what so much i'm watching on the media it's just like they always do this you know, they, they take you to war, but now they don't really even have to take you to war when they're fucking things up so bad. All they have to do is just take you over, you know. So, uh, you know, the money is shit, you know, and it's collapsing. And, and Russia's doing pretty good. But this whole war in Russia and Ukraine, I don't I don't think it's part of their plan. I, I don't think it's anything other than a convenient distraction. And, and it's fucking over the money. And maybe Putin walked into a trap. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just snared the trap and just said, fuck it. You know, because him and China and some of the world aren't playing this game. They, they, they're not into that kind of fucking shit. They were when they were Soviet Union. And, and now they're like, no, that didn't work. We can tell you for a fact that kind of control doesn't work. And maybe, you know, the world's trying to do it. So Russia's just like, you know, we're, we're backing the fuck out. And, and so if they can get, you know, United Nations to leave them alone because they know Russia will just annihilate all those cities everywhere that have, you know, the UN in there, maybe they'll they'll just go, leave the bear alone, leave China alone, you know, because what they really want is, you know, maybe just the American people right now. Doesn't mean they're going to give up because new world government means new world, like Russia, China, everything. So are they players or are they pawns? I have no fucking clue. But this shit that we're watching down here or wherever I put my window um, when I put these two uh, films together, um, 
they have a plan and we are not part of it. So I was thinking they, they already have learned, you know, during the September or January, you know, fiasco, you know, when we were all American terrorists, according to, was that Cruz or whoever, Rubio, one of them fucking traitors. Um, you know, we, we had a million people at the Capitol. We could have overtook it right then and straightened things out. Did we? No. Why? Because it was, that wouldn't have been a peaceful protest. You know, um, so are, are you, you really think we're going to use our guns when this day comes? No, we're, we're not going to use our guns. We're just, we've shown them year over year, time and time again, we won't use our guns. Maybe if they push us just the right way, we will. But see, they're smarter than that. They're not going to push us in that way, in that direction. They're not going to trigger us to, to use our guns. What they're doing is systematically conditioning us to think, well, you know, that this is something beyond, you know, even the evil people's plan. You know, it's a pandemic. It's this, it's that. You know, so we're not going to kill our leaders because that's we just, we're not going to, okay? I, I'm not even going to try to explain why we're not. We're just not. So how do they get our guns? They well, Do they need your gun and do they need to confiscate our guns when we've shown them time and time and time and time again? We're not going to really use them when we need to. I mean, it's gotten to the, the point where you'd actually rather be carried by six than tried by 12. So I'm not sure if we're going to use them and therefore they're probably pretty positive. You know, they'll keep throwing red meat out there to the media and to the NRA and all them guys you know, about, you know, gun confiscation, all that, but they're, they're not going to do it. All they have to do is starve us and people will give up their guns for food. It's, it's the only barter item you're going to have left. You know, you might make it a year or six months, you know, telling the government, fuck you. But eventually you're going to start thinking in your little head. It's like, well, I got a lot of guns and, and they're not, breaking door down, taking them. They're just saying, hey, if you if you got a gun and a box of ammunition, um, bring it in. We'll give you and your family a week's supply of food. And you're like, I got, I got lots of guns. I'll do that. And then maybe next week something will happen. Maybe, maybe we'll start some kind of revolution. <laughs> so, you know, you give up a gun, then you give up another one. And, and, and pretty soon you're not an effective fighting force anymore. In fact, you're, you're nothing. And you might keep your 22 and, and your bow and arrow for hunting food, maybe, you know, but just like in Robin Hood, that's the king's meat. And you're not the fucking king anymore. So that's how they'll take, take your guns. They'll just, you'll just sell them to them basically. Like here, feed my children. They're starving. You know, so it, it, it's a form of extortion. It's almost like, you know, drop your gun or I'll shoot your fucking wife or I'll shoot your kid. And nobody in America is as committed as like Kaiser Sose and, you know, the usual suspects that would just turn around and shoot his own fucking family and all the bad guys just to prove what a ruthless fuck you are. No, we are not that way. We're not conditioned to be that way. So it won't happen. Okay, so that's like off the table. Um, 
getting fertilizer and fuel to you know for the farmers is not going to happen. It's going to be a a go broke. And then I you know I had a friend that had a very big successful business and 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 his largest competitor that he used to work for before he started his business was you know on the verge of going fucking bankrupt. And I go, dude, why don't you just buy them out, get rid of them? And he goes, why why would I buy them out when I can just Take it when he goes out of business. I'll buy all his shit on 10 cents on a dollar. So it's like, oh, yeah, right, dude. So these are these are the people we're up against and they don't care. So your food is going to be cut the fuck off. And you'll be able to grow and stuff like that. You know, they're not going to worry about you any more than they worry about me and my channel with five, six hundred listeners and every once in a while doing well. And making a point, no one cares about Mark. You know, it's like fuck Mark, fuck you, fuck everybody else that's small. You know, they pretty much bankrupted. You know, Alex Jones. They literally fucking killed Rush Limbaugh. You know, and and so the big voices that can actually maybe move the needle, uh, they'll, they'll they'll take care of that. You know, so you and I are kind of on our own. And if you can't see. You know what the fuck they're doing, then then you don't have a, a chance in hell. And so we got the food situation, and then the you know I mean like people are like Biden wouldn't just turn off all the pipelines and the drilling and, and, and cause us to pay six dollars a gallon. There must be a reason for it. Well, by the time we figure out the reason really was to fuck us over. It's kind of too late now, isn't it? You know, and and he said he was going to probably do it before he he fake won the election. You know, the fake election. You know, which you can't bring up either. So, you know, that's over. Now they've they've shut down the train loads of fertilizer. You know, being sent out to Midwest where we grow all our fucking food. So that's been shut off just as effectively as oil has been shut off. And, and and even worse, because we can't produce it because we're not producing natural gas, which is where they make this fertilizer from, kind of, <clears throat> you know, and we're not going to buy it from Russia. It's just like, no, we don't like them. So maybe Russia was part of this point, you know, and they were happy that Russia went and went into war and then they sanctioned them because they needed an excuse to sanction them. So now we can't get fertilizer. So, Kiss your fucking food and your gasoline. Bye-bye. So there, there'll be people in communities that could maybe make some gas, run some stills and run their, their fucking tiller and grow some food. You know, and, and trust me, that's, that's hard because, you know, the League of Cities have shut down a lot of, you know, you can't have chickens in your front yard. You can have dogs out there barking all you want, but not chickens, not a garden. So you can see that, you know, whether this was put in place years ago or it's just a tool that they can use to fuck us some more, they will. So that's gone. They got your guns now. I mean, everyone will argue with me and go, Mark, you're wrong. Out of my cold, dead hands. It's like, yeah, that's exactly how they'll do it. In fact, you'll be so fucking cold and practically dead that you'll hand it to them for some heat and some food. So you don't watch your little Johnny 
fucking starve to death because that's what parents do. In fact, the parent will be dead before the little Johnny is because he's, you know, a good parent's not going to eat. And then eventually they're going to become delirious and they're going to be like, fuck this. You know, the revolution is not here. All my team are going through the same thing I am. Fuck them. I'm starving. My children are starving. My wife just died from some weird fucking disease or my husband just died. Take these fucking guns and give me some food. Where's the nearest FEMA camp? It's just, what's going to happen? It's just, it's what's going to happen. You can argue with me all you want, but it's happened in history so many fucking times that it'll happen again. And and it'll be different names have changed to protect the innocent, but it's going to happen. So here's what they're doing. I'll, I'll get this going again. Uh, literally hundreds of thousands of small businesses across America. I interviewed a business owner just the other day asking about these questions. He is able to adapt and, and barely able to get supplies and keep his business operating. But a lot of businesses, once they hit one month where they can't get supplies, just one month, many of these businesses will have to liquidate. So they will sell off the equipment, they will lose the employees, and they lose the knowledge base of how to make things. It's important for people to understand that what has already been set into motion. Now, see, I've talked about this in business, you know, um, parts of my podcast. You know, every business has a break-even point. You know, like, have you ever wondered why in your town or maybe your neighborhood, you know, you had like a, a, a restaurant, Chili's, Bennigan's, Applebee's, you know, whatever. And, and they see, every time you went in there, it seemed like they were doing really well. It's like, wow, hey, Bob, John, what the fuck's up? Oh, hey. And then all of a sudden it's closed. You're like, what the fuck, man? They were doing really well. Well, see, on a corporate spreadsheet somewhere, they have these break-even points. And if this business drops below this, then the other 100 stores will pick up the slack for a while. And then if they can't improve that, they just shut it down. They, they don't care about you were the manager and feeding your family and you had a 401k and part of a golden parachute. Well, you had a parachute. It wasn't gold, but, you know, so they, they pay you off a little bit of money and, and all the dishwashers and the cooks and all the people are just fucking gone. And, and, and that's because they couldn't make their margins and they just closed. Well, it's the same thing in any business. Whether you're a fucking shoe shine shop or a leather repair shop or just fucking Bob's plumbing. You reach a point and whether you understand mathematics of business or not, you just can't get up in the morning and go to work. You don't have the gas. You don't have the money. If you can't make $100 and then you lower it to 75 and then to 50, then it's like, fuck it. And then all of a sudden, here's the government giving you money. You're like, well, fuck that business, you know. And then it's over. See, small business collapses. And, and, and this is a, just another one of their tools in their fucked up toolbox to screw us all up. Including the economic sanctions against Russia by Western nations. <laughs> this will spell really inflation doom for the next one to two years. 
affecting the food supply, energy supply, and of course many other things. And then, I know you want to bring this in, but the Shanghai lockdowns in China, which I believe are contrived in order to punish the West, that's also going to worsen the supply chain. Now, this is all, I guess, on a map of just container ships coming and going and stuff. You know, it looks like a big clusterfuck to me. But, you know, I bet if you were... Looking at that, you would uh, you'd click on one of these things and it would tell you the supply ship, blah, 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 or, you know, it's coming, it's going, it's going to Shanghai, it's coming from Shanghai, you know, and all this shit. And then it, it's like, wow. So that means something. Maybe not to you and I, but it means to somebody that has one of those break-even points and they're starting to hurt. Chain disruptions and make it almost impossible for American companies to get supplies or to even build homes to acquire resins or uh, electronic parts. I mean, Taiwan companies that operate in China this? have had to shut down their factories. So they can't even ship out of Taiwan now because they can't get their stuff out of China. China is trying to punish the West. They're trying to break the economies of the United States and Western Europe, and they're willing to lock down and really murder their own people in order to achieve that. Remember that the... Sh now, in Russia, you know, under Stalin or Lenin, just you know, killed millions of people. Pol Pot after Vietnam, the Khmer Rouge. You know, China's been China has a billion point. You know, more people than us. You know, we have three hundred million. They have a billion plus three hundred million. They don't care if they kill a bunch of them. You know, twenty-five million in Shanghai. Pfft, whatever. You know, maybe Bill Gates and all the rich people want to live in Shanghai because it's really pretty. I don't know. So kill the 25 million and then the new world leaders will maybe live there. Who the fuck knows? I brought this up before, you know, the book uh, um, Caves, no, Naked Sun, you know, science fiction written by Isaac Osmoff. You know, there's the Naked Sun, Caves of Steel, these, these mysteries or like murder mysteries and stuff where this, you know, detective in the future has to go to a planet that it's like the sun is shining because where he's from, the sun doesn't shine. They live underground. Well, not underground. They've just built cities, you know, miles high that just cover the, the entire fucking planet. And, and so to see the sun actually gives them, you know, like a physical reaction. It's like, you know, when you watch, you know, astronauts, you know, do, you know, EVAs or whatever they call them when they leave the ship, you know, the first couple of times they... <laughs> You know, in, in fact, if you've ever been snorkeling, you know, it's just so against your brain to, to have the snorkel sticking up, not that high over your head. And you're like, <gasps> you know, freaking out because you're thinking water's going to rush in. And even though it's designed to where it really can't, it takes you minutes, sometimes a good hour to just get accustomed to being able to just do it so he's freaking out in the sun and and and, uh, and outside and uh, f come to find out just you know a few you know elitist fucking rich families own the whole planet you know there's millions and millions of people on the planet but you know their farms are like countries you know if not least states you know like america you know because i'm looking at this world map i bought and i'm thinking Fuck, Ukraine ain't any bigger than Texas, for fuck's sake. So, you know, when these, you know, when 100 or 200, you know, really rich people own these 
countries that are all broken up in the gardening, farming, manufacturing and stuff. Well, they're not going to live there. They're going to let all these people that swarm America and ruin our way of life, not because, you know, their being here is bad. It just destroys the fabric of our community, just like it will destroy every fucking state. You know, then they're all going to live maybe in Shanghai because pretty fucking badass looking place. You know, maybe they'll take LA and, you know, the oceans and, and then they'll have a summer and a winter and a, and a fall fucking city like Shanghai and, you know, all of California coastline when they scrape all the filth from us off of there, you know, and then maybe uh, like some really cool place in, you know, some, you know, England where there's castles and shit, you see? And then, then all of a sudden we're no longer valuable. We're, we're, we're farm workers. We're, we're, we work their factories so they have their shit. We're irrelevant. And, and it'll just be like a feudal society. You know, that worked a long fucking time. It wasn't socialism, but the king owned everything. And you did your shit under, you know, on his property that he would let you have. It's like, yeah, go ahead and take that thousand acres. You better farm it. I'll just kill you and get somebody else that can. And you're like, well, I'm not a farmer. And it's like, well, then why the fuck would I give it to you? So this is where we're heading. Shanghai lockdowns are not only affecting the port operations there, they're affecting domestic trucking, which means that the supply chain to the factories in Shanghai is also now completely broken. You can't even get a supply truck from somewhere else in China to come into Shanghai to supply a factory there. So this also means that uh, you can't get containers for international shipping, even in other countries, such as Taiwan and Japan and South Korea, which have their own exports, but they're having a very difficult time getting containers because they're all log jammed in Shanghai. You've got Biden with 20-something approval ratings, 94% of folks blame him for inflation. So it, it, it looks like the libtards are finally starting to get it, but is it too little too late? Well, I, I think it is because the other thing that's going to be set off by this is a massive wave of starving migrants. See, and it's not like the libtards are getting it. Maybe they are. But see, they're not players. I mean, we get so mad at our politicians because they're stupid. But they're stupid. Don't get mad at them. They're just fucking idiots. You know, it's like mental patients. You can't really get mad at them because they say something stupid. You know, but they're being let in a little bit. But they're not going to be part of this. These migrants on the screen have more weight and value to the new world order than fucking any of our politicians or our media. In fact, the media are so expendable. They'll be on the menu and eaten first. And then our politicians. We as humans have more value to them as, as worker bees than, than the asshats running around making waves. Our politicians, the media, they don't, they don't fucking count. Think about it. Why would they? They're useless. They're fucking useless eaters and breathers. But these people, well, they're important. You and I might be important, you know, especially if you're not a farm or do something half-assed fucking smart. From South America, and they're going to be coming across the border because of what Biden is doing to open up the border. And as the food inflation and fuel inflation worsens, these people are going to suffer collapse in their own nations in Central and South America, and they're going to be streaming into North America. So if people... I had to leave because I had a squirrel getting ready to uh, 
eat our new, very expensive plants. I thought the situation was bad right now in terms of illegal uh, immigration and, and a migrant invasion. It's going to get far, far worse. So we're really looking at a, a global collapse of the ability of people to buy food and fuel. Now, if the public isn't smart enough to get that, they better wake up fast or they're dead. Republicans are dead. They're dead to me anyway. I, the Republicans and all, all these political hacks are dead, you know, and they're not going to wake up because... I think they've realized that maybe that they're no different than the band playing while the Titanic sinks. They figured it out and they think, well, maybe I can continue to just maybe make a few more dollars. Maybe I'll become important to them. Maybe I'll be somebody, but it's not going to happen. All right, folks, next hour, All right. take nothing but your so I guess that was it. I probably just should have let it run. Um, so here's our, our leader, uh, clueless Joe, wake up before we all starve to death. I, I think that sums it up. I'm, I'm going to kind of leave that there just, you know, cause it's got all the headlines. What the fuck's happening? I, I, I don't see anything good coming out of it. And I think the other one where my audio was, I think on my phone a little better than, than on the computer. Um, I might mix that in because I was just like, you know, as an American, you, you have to wake up. We're, we're not going to fight. You're going to be on your own and nobody is going to be there to help you. They're going to they're gonna divide us up so thoroughly and take away our lines of communications that if you don't know in your head what's happening, then you'll just be running around going, what the fuck's happening? You have to be able to look at it and have some instinct in you that you're being cornered and you're going to be fucked. And you can either wait until they corner you and then you have to lash out and then they'll fucking shoot you or you can kind of disappear. Like, go crawl under your hole like a little squirrel or a rabbit because you're nothing to them. And they never really have been. Any more than the kings cared about their peasants. You're nothing to them. We used to be something, but we let that slip away. America is over. And therefore, you have to think differently now. Because they're coming. The writing on the wall is in neon fucking paint. And if you're going to stand around and try to figure out what's going on, it'll, it'll be too late. I mean, he who hesitates loses. And, and we're already on the wronging, wrong side of this. We're already on the losing side of this. Now, if you continue to hesitate, then you will die also. So I'm, I, I, I'm going to call this uh, podcast, uh, pff, uh, I don't know, Unicorn Farts and Pixie Dust because YouTube just cancels, you know, some of my shit because I had the word vaccine in there and John... You know, Jeffers from CRN was like, dude, you, you can't do that. You know, I got I got a strike against me. And it's like, fuck, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't know because it was in the description <clears throat> that that they would fuck you. So um, from now on, you know, unicorn farts are the fucking media and it stinks. And we, we everyone knows it's out there. It's like, what's that? Well, that's that's the fucking media. And then pixie dust, I guess, is just the information we're being fed.
you know, it's useless pixie. Remember those little pixie sticks? And we, you know, that was just like flavoring and sugar. That's what we're getting. So it's unicorn farts are the media and pixie dust is the information we're being spoon fed or whatever the fuck. So wake the fuck up because I don't think, you know, Alex Jones is already, you know, filing chapter 11. So it's not bankruptcy, but it's, it's like a reorganization because they fucked him. They killed Rush Limbaugh. You know, they killed Antonin Scalia. You know, they're killing people that are just in their way. You know, to them, it's just roadkill. It's like, pfft, get the fuck out of the way. <clears throat> They've gotten to a point of power and control that uh, they don't have to hide as much as they used to. So you can continue to read the writing on the wall. But if I were you, I'd start seriously thinking that tomorrow or the next day, I might wake up and my money's gone. You know, and, and planning for it then is too late. I might wake up and gas is like, you know, $30 a gallon. There's no fertilizer. There's no food. The stores are empty tomorrow because it happens pretty damn quick. Because while we're out paying our bills, we don't see what's happening. And then you, you go to the store to get some more, you know, K-cups coffee in. And, and they don't have any. You can't get any heavy whipping cream or creamer for your coffee. And all of a sudden, you're just not a very nice person. And then you get mad. And they arrest you for being an insurrectionist, just like the guy that got arrested because he was pissed because he, his daughter went to high school and got raped. And he fucking went to the meeting and said, this is bullshit. And, and they just arrested him for being... I don't know, a father. <clears throat> so we're already creeping to that edge. And, and, and sooner or later, you know, for you, it might be tomorrow. For me, it might be next week. You know, I do I, you know, I always fill up my gas tank every fucking day because I have to drive somewhere and I might need to get back, you know. But so I might not be as connected to what you are, to where what hurts you might not hurt me or I might not even see it, but it's coming and it's coming real fucking quick like a train. And, and if you can't hear because you're deaf and you can't see because you're blind and you're standing on the tracks, you're going to fucking die. So I guess that's why Christ said, you know, he can see, let them see, he can hear, let them hear. It's coming. Don't try to figure it out anymore. Just figure you out in your life because I don't think there's any happy way out of this unless there's a flat-out fucking screaming revolution, and that's just not going to happen. Talk to you all later. Love you. Bye-bye. For all we ought to have thought and have not thought, all we ought to have said have not said, all we ought to have done and have not done. I pray thee, God.